Welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Tony. And Paul. And you can tell by Tony's dejected voice there that we've had loads and loads of technical difficulties this afternoon. Um, we had a, into the machine. Yeah, we had a new setup and it uh, didn't quite work. We got halfway through recording and it completely, it completely met. I had a quick listen back to it and it was, uh, let's just say, it was like full of interference and static and white noise and everything it was it was up to our usual standard yes <laughs> i know we're ramshackle Especially interference yes <laughs> i know we're ramshackle but um we don't want to be that ramshackle so um but as you can tell as tony's joined us it's audio commentary time um it's that time of the month again um but very very quickly um because we as i say we are running out of uh of personal time here is a quick um news item um basically uh, it's only Torchwood news this week. Um, there was a very brief statement released on Twitter by the BBC um, which said the following, Torchwood schedule is still being determined and once there's a date we'll let you know. Um, which I think pretty much says it all really. They're not saying anything. Uh, stop your whining and that's it, yep. I think. So, um, And there's all sorts of reasons going round um, basically saying that it's they're editing or censoring certain episodes suitable for broadcast. What that can mean, um, it could be anything. Is it US television? It could be product placement, or the BBC could be bottling it with some of the uh, more raunchy scenes and some of the Ooh, violence. Yeah. Yes, who knows? Yeah. So, uh, but Tony, you know nothing about Torchwood at no, all. No, it means absolutely all. nothing to you any of this, does it? So, it sounds uh, spicy. No, very spicy. <laughs> so there we go. Um, that was. That was the news. Okay, it's audio commentary time, as promised. And and this um, particular episode, we're doing The Time Warrior, um, which is the beginning of John Pertwee's last series as the Doctor. So, um, I think you're in for a... You should enjoy this one, Tom. I you, think you, so. Well, you, should, you should enjoy the first episode again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. See if you remember this one, Tom. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, our usual little intro. Uh, so get your, your DVDs or your usual visual medium of choice at the ready. Get a glass of your favourite tipple. Put on your slippers. Fill your pipe with your favourite shag. Dim the lights and sit back in the comfiest chair you have. As we begin the countdown to play in five, four, three, two, one, and play. As we wait for the DVD player to catch up. We had a run through once, I thought you'd remember. That. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit delayed, isn't it? You have a fact about these uh, title sequence, don't you? I do. Shall yes. I tell you again, Tone? Yeah, please do. <laughs> Yes, this is the first appearance of the Bernard Lodge design slit scan titles, uh, which were basically be used right up until 1980, I think, when they were last yeah. used. Yes. So. Uh, That's Tom Baker. Yes, it was. Yeah. And the mighty Robert Holmes has written this story as well. Uh, Bobby Holmes. So, Bobby Holmes. Yeah. Uncle Bob. Ah, 
He was in Boone. Yes, he was. How do you know that, Tone? Because I brought my accent. <laughs> what's his name, Tone? What's the, what's the actor's name? You mentioned in the Mysterious Ghost Lost episode. So I forgot it again. It's David Dacre. That's the one. Also famous for playing Captain Nathan Spiker in Dick Turpin. Ah, Dick Turpin. Yes. He's in an actor's home now, you know. No, he isn't. He isn't. Richard O'Sullivan is. (laughs) No, if you're going to say he's in an actor's home, you've got to say who's in an actor's home. um, He's not. Richard O'Sullivan, yes, he's in an actor's home. No idea what he's doing. Oh, some of the spotlight just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? They're throwing the torch out through the, <laughs> the batments. Sliding down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some overacting hairy extras. Some of them just aren't even trying. The big hairy, <laughs> hairy Rasputin blokes aren't even trying there, is it? <laughs> He's a member of Jeff Rotel. <laughs> I think it is Jeff Rotel. <laughs> Who knows what cost it'll be to do a night shoot? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, one for all you tall fans, aren't they? Yeah. Fans? What's a fan? <laughs> fan. Just throwing the last bit at somebody. And also, he suddenly developed a Scottish accent which he didn't have earlier. <laughs> What's going on? And there? he didn't want the wine because it was it was sour. Ah. He must import that from uh, Italy or somewhere abroad, must he? <laughs> there wasn't much wine growing going on in Scotland, come England, where it all is. Uh, not that I know of. Anyway. No, no there might have been. Uh, you know. Now, do you reckon? Well, you must recognise this time. We told you all about it when we recorded the first time round. <laughs> it <is. laughs> yeah, it's the um... so his ball like contraption works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. so it's um, Solari blokes. Oh, Gordon Bennett. Yeah. Sontaran tone. You just oh. offended loads and loads of Doctor Who fans <laughs> out there. Or mis- misquoting. I think you'll find, actually, it is. Yes, it's a devil from hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our rig this afternoon has been a devil from hell. They'll get right under their arms. Oh! <laughs> Instead of noses, of course. <laughs> so I do like this bit actually about him claiming the earth. Yeah, it's arrogant, isn't it? It's just without actually conquering anyone either. They just sort of land. It's ours now. Deal with it. Oh, same as what the uh, Moonlanders did. Oh, sorry, the alleged. Ah. <laughs> Or you'll have a good conspiracy, don't you, Tone? By Joe, yes. (laughs) 
Shall I give you the Kevin Lindsay facts again, Tone? Please do. Yes. <laughs> yes, he appeared again in the very last story of this season um, as Choji, who... Um, no, I'm not going to spoil it for you in case we get around to doing it. But basically, it's Planet of the Spiders, which was um, Pertwee's last story. That's one in the uh, Sumtaran suit. Yes. <laughs> you got it right. Did I say it right? You said it right. <laughs> Sontaran. <Yeah>. Aye. <laughs> We've heard that a few times, <laughs> haven't we? But Kevin Lindsay also went on to play... Um, another Sontar. Oh, Wolfie Smith. No, not Wolfie Smith. Yeah. Now, he went on to play another Sontar in the Tom Baker story, the Sontar experiment. Ah. Um, right. But unfortunately, not long after that, he died. Why? Right. Suffocating No, he had a heart condition, Tone. Ah. Which I told you about in the first episode, and you disgraced his memory. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Who fans. Apparently, even here, he was suffering quite a bit under the, the heavy... Sort of costume and. But he wasn't one to complain, as I recall. No, he didn't complain about it. Apparently, he had plenty of breaks in between takes because he was sort of getting out of breath rather quickly. Shall we set tone the challenge now or shall we wait? No, let's wait. Let's wait, yes. Is this the episode two challenge you mentioned earlier? It might have been. At last, the Doctor. And no, Tony's not. What did I say in the original one? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is this is a different room to what they're in later. Oh, he didn't have a special friend. That was it. That's what I said in the first episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you mentioned it again. <laughs> but you just answered what, what I was going to say. No, so I said it cryptically, so no one else would know apart from us what we were talking about. You should have said that. No. <laughs> it is a different room. That bed wasn't in the corner because the TARDIS is there. Well, the TARDIS comes in, and I'm sure it wasn't that long. It's the same as the episode we watched earlier. Oh, we just never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They changed the scenes. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> it's a totally different DVD. Witchcraft. <laughs> Oh, hang on, you're playing it with, with the extra CGI effects, aren't you? <laughs> Extending room. <Yeah. laughs> it's obviously bigger on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Very top of it. <laughs> should be a, a, you know, a, a man sign or a, a lady sign. This was the 70s, after all. Right. Got some decorum. And also what I said in, the, in our previous attempt at this episode was that they... The, 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 by, by this by this time, no, not the scientists. By this time, the, the brigadier had uh, been dumbed down quite considerably. And also, I think I said in the first, uh, well, the original Ghost episode was that uh, you know there's more more of a build up to the Doctor actually getting to the destination of where the problem is. Yeah, you know what I mean, in, in, in modern episodes, he's usually hurtles there straight away. You know. Yeah, that's a bit more, to... bit more time to yeah. sort of build the characters, build the story. But now it's sort of actually he does sort of land right. in the middle of something now, doesn't he? Ah, yeah. and... oh, the fire stick.
I don't think he's meant to be Scottish, though. I think cosmopolitan mix. He's meant to be not. And <laughs> and fires again. <laughs> fires again. And yet again, we'll point out that the sound effect goes off before the gun does. I'd like to know where this is based. What part of the country are they in? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what is he the Earl of? Um, Wessex. Wessex. Edward, you... Edward of Wessex. Well, there you go then. Not there him. you go then. That'll be it's where Wessex. He's... He was Scottish, aren't you? Wasn't meant to be northern, but the other brought it was a Brit like character, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he's more authentic. Uh, right, he... yeah. And that isn't Sam Kelly, by the way. No. <laughs> It's John J. Carney, is the ah. actor's name. Well, his dad in on the buses. Oh, sorry, Varney. French Varney. <laughs> now, he appeared in quite a few things like the Sweeney and Dick Stock Green. He usually played like a heavy or a, or a copper or something like that. What, this, this, this no, of... not him, John J. Carney. <laughs> As we told you before, Tony, if you remember what we said in the, in the previous recording, we, we, we couldn't. Glasses, just sort of no, we room. couldn't find anything else about him right. at all. But who's the one who's in the Sweeney then? Carrot Cruncher bloke. Oh, him. Oh, Rod Axe. Back to him again. Yeah. I hope the people at home are kept up with what happened in the first recording of this. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. yeah. That's Sarah Jane Smith. It is. And obviously, as we should point out, this was her first story. Her very first appearance in Doctor Who. Oh. <clears throat> We didn't give away Joe Grant, so I'm going to give away you. (laughs) Sexism. Sexism. What was he trying to prove? We'll never know. Whether he was wearing a wig or not. He's actually trying to work out the the physics of John Pertwee's bouffant. She should have a cigarette in her hand. She should do. Yeah, oh damn, my neck. <laughs> Didn't you just re- know, Paul, that as <laughs> soon as he saw her, he would start with the with the EastEnders jokes. Oh, Long may it continue. <laughs> no, 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 this is this fellow here. Was he the king or something? Or the, that is, what I was just saying, that is Edward of Wessex. Oh, that's Edward of Wessex. Yes, uh, the, actor, <laughs> the actor was Alan Rowe. Um, oh. He was in um, The Moon Base. Um, which is a Troughton story featuring Cybermen, but it's also in two future stories, The Horror of Fang Rock and Full Circle, with uh, Tom Baker. Um, now, Paul's got another fact about Alan Rowe. Yes, he was the partner of Geoffrey Bowden. Uh, alleged partner? No, oh, no, no not alleged. Not, Nothing alleged about it. No. Seems to be a happy fact. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, that uh, Alan Rowe died. Geoffrey Bowden's still with us, fortunately. Still hanging on. And there's another fact, but there is a who, another who link well, there, isn't well, there? The so. reason of mentioning that is because Geoffrey Belden was up for to be the first and second Doctor at various points. Yeah, and I bet you was offered it when Pertwee left as well, no doubt. <laughs> oh, apparently, that was Ron Moody. Ron Moody was the first name on the list, wow. according to John Pertwee himself. Blimey, that would have been different. So Geoffrey Belden, uh, did he appear in any Doctor Who episodes? Yes, he did. He was in the creature from the pit. Ah, yes. 
Well remembered. Who said this is scripted? <laughs> Salisbury's mentioned there as well. Which was within the uh, Kingdom of Wessex, historical fans. So this is why I thought this, this story would appeal to you, Tone, because you, you do like your history, I do don't like you? A bit of history. Yeah. I wonder we did we did discuss Eingron's playing in his room. <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna say then? I've forgotten, never mind. Well. Could have been important. Uh, he's constantly angry and red faced and always moaning and yelling at people. What I need to know, Phil, is uh, are there ever any Tender moment. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the most tender moment he, I think we you'll have from Iron Grove is when he threw the wine back at his serving wench earlier on. Oh, I suspect every time he's out of shot, he's trying to get his second microphone working. <laughs> 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 the third one was too much for him. That's why he wouldn't be called Iron Lung, though, would he? Would he, you know, if, uh... Iron Lung? What's his name? Iron Cron! Oh, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing Radiohead songs. <laughs> Lord Fluffy Pillow. Or Comfy Cushion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Iron Lung. <laughs> the stupid thing is, he's already watched this episode once. <laughs> Names. I've forgotten the actor's name again. David Dacre. Oh right, yeah, yeah. He's a Quaker. Now if I remember, <laughs> if I remember that, David Dacre, he's a Quaker. Then I'll, then I'll get his name. You know, just think, just think, when I see this actor come up again, just think porridge. That's all I've got. All right. right. Okay. Let's have. Um... <laughs> Call him Ronnie Barker next. <laughs> so do, do you remember the the, the Blood Axe actor? A Blood Axe. John J. John J. Carney. So what's that going to rhyme with? John J. Carney. His dad's Reg Barney. <laughs> Obviously. Come on. <laughs> oh, crikey. Yes. Kevin Lindsay? Um, oh. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. No. What about uh, June Brown? She wears a gown. June Brown, she wears a gown. Well, she okay. does this. Elizabeth Sladen? Likes Iron Maiden. <laughs> Kevin Lindsay. And these non-rhyming names. <laughs> Okay, what about the bloke plus Edward, Edward of Wessex, Alan Rowe? Oh, he's got far to go. Oh, oh, oh dear. Good, no, it's not good. It's not as good as John J. Carney. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have left it there, really. She should have done, really. Yeah. Kevin Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get it out, so I'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We have another challenge for you in in the second coming up in the second episode. Good. Who is he? 
John J. Carney. Oh, that's Dad's Red Varney. Subservient immediately. So I'm still giggling about Reg Varney now. Now you want to talk, eh? So he's a bit really like that, no, isn't he? Exactly. Given that um, Brummy accent. Uh, if you have historical fans, mm. uh, you know, uh, by rights, it'd be the uh, something to do with Mercia, actually, more than Wessex. That was more around the uh, Midlands kind of area. Yeah, the, um, hang on, Dacre, Quaker. Dacre, yes. David Dacre. Uh, David Dacre. He's a Quaker. I remember the Quaker bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It a, works in the word association, <laughs> doesn't it? Being a Brummie, it'd be more sort of uh, you know, associated with the Mercia, I would say. Oh. Yeah. Remember, Tone, this bit coming up, it's not interference. It's not. No. Well, that's bloody well open, isn't it? Hardly from if we know when we say it the first time. Oh, blimey. Could you imagine if we'd done the whole story with that? Oh. I think it would have had to have put it out and said this was This was our crashed one. Yeah. Are there actually toilets in there then? No, they're sleeping cubicles. Sleep, yeah. Oh, right. As you can see. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a bucket in the corner, I think. Ah. <laughs> that would slop out in a minute. Invisible man. He takes his Blake 7 camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's a Federation camera. Look at that. Now he does his uh, Derek Acora act. <laughs> no, does he, does he recognise these, uh, these? Is this the first time he meets them, the Doctor, or has he met them before? Are they old adversaries? Well, he does say he knows who they're later on, but... Well, he would have met them, cause because the second Troutman would have met them in, in the, the Two, two doctors. doctors. Yeah. Obviously, at the time, they didn't know that. But, no. But it's... It's weird that they sort of phase out a lot of the other units. Sergeant Benton doesn't appear. Captain Yates doesn't appear. I know they both appear in the next story, but... You could tell even like the beginning of the series, they were sort of phasing them out, weren't they? I said that, didn't I? You did, yeah. Have you seen this before? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it seems familiar. I didn't see her sneak out of the her room behind the brigadier there. It wasn't a long way to go, though, was it? No. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't see the rest of the room. We didn't figure out the dimension of that room, did we? 
It might be okay. It might just be like removed that bed and replaced it with his TARDIS. Oh. Yeah. Now we're back at back at Wessex. Now here we are. Here he is, Tone. Can you remember? Did you know Tone, that actor Jeremy Burke played Boba Fett in Star Wars? He did. Ah, the bounty hunter. And he's also in a sleazy British sex comedy of the early seventies. Can you keep it up for a week? That's more your bag, isn't it? It is. We'll track this down, huh? <laughs> and also, is he the um, only one in this episode without a beard? Well, only one of the uh, medieval people without yes. a beard. That's one thing I'd like to see, yeah. A bearded Doctor Who. Well, if you'd if you'd have watched the last series, you would have seen that. Well, did he have a beard then? Yes. <laughs> he did. I've seen a couple of episodes in the last one, in fact, just two. <laughs> it was actually a couple. But, uh, <laughs> very interesting. A genuine fan there, folks. Sort of Malcolm. Yeah. He's got a Malcolm McDowell look about him, I think. Hmm. I did look up where they filmed this, but um, I've forgotten. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Chester or something. Like Castle. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Not Annick Castle, was it? No idea, mate. Not enough get the inside, is there? Really? Yeah, plenty of time for walking around and hiding behind things, Tone, didn't they? Not yeah, like that's now. That was an old Tim Bath in the background. I thought it'd be better if he Links took his helmet off and he just sort of like just blonde hair, just sort of <laughs> get the breeze in it. <laughs> Dun, dun. You have to ask why they make their helmets such a snug fit, though. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would have thought some sort of uh, softer th material would be nicer for him, really. There we go, episode one. Did you enjoy it as much as the first time, Tom? Yes, <laughs> more so this time. <laughs> oh, good. Well, as I said, we've got a, um, a small... It's not a challenge so much, is it? It's a... Uh, it's more, it's more of a little game for you to play. One we think uh, you'll actually enjoy. Joy. Oh, I yes. Yep, yep. yes. So we'll uh, we'll mention that when episode two starts oh, up. Okay, yeah, yes, okay, yes. Right. There we go. So hopefully when we get to the second episode, we're not going to have loads and loads of um, interference when I briefly play this episode back. So we'll be back in episode two. Right, there's another little um, Who fact here for you, Tone. This was the first um, story with actually named the episodes Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Because yeah. of 1966 up until this episode, it was always Episode 1, Episode 2. But before that, each, for 1966, each episode was, was given a title. Oh, I see. So now it's just the one title all the way through. Yeah. It's just the different parts. Ah. 
That's it. Well, I suppose really the new series has gone back to the original way because even it's, if it's a two-part story, it's always it's different, different, it's different episodes. Yeah. yeah That. Bring your chair in closer, Tony. That's it. Right. To, that's one. it. It's all huddled around one microphone. Then that's it. That's how bad the technical problems were. <clears throat> Struggle to get his hat off again. Yep. Leave me alone, I'm Boba Fett. And how slow must he run? Yeah, I know. <laughs> It was well outside the castle. <laughs> they still cool. <laughs> I think the thing about archers, Tony, you probably know this is they're supposed to, they're supposed to be able to travel light and quick, wasn't they? Yes. Oh, here you go. This is one of his tender moments. <laughs> I must have a very Viking sound in those blood axe and iron grom. Iron yeah. grom. <clears throat> or Scandinavian. Well, they probably are descended from Vikings, aren't they? Ah, but, uh, Wessex. If this is actually based in Wessex, then. Um, yeah. No. I'm not sure if Viking, it's more East Anglia and, and uh, more the uh, King of Jorvik and uh, places like that. And uh, come on, don't think. Oh, no. <laughs> Northumbria, I suppose. I've got to mention that Jeremy Bullock and Robin Asquith they've captured there, actually. <laughs> Confessions of a medieval archer. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! Be being, re being restrained by Donovan, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Jimmy Page! Well, <laughs> uh, Normans, I think this must be Saxons, Tone. I was going to say, you're thinking it looks like Jimmy Page in the back. I was actually thinking the beginning of these, the titles of this, that he looks like Robert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> rag week, she keeps saying. Do we still do rag week? Probably. <laughs> Toffee nosed students running around collecting money for charity. Ah, oh, that's another one of these tender moments you missed there, Tony. Oh, She's not uncomely. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's, that's what you're usually thinking, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Uh, 
then we have a, a, a pointless, well, not pointless special effect, but not very well realised special effect coming up now. It's coming up now, is it? Yeah, for very soon, very soon. What happens to my challenge anyway, second episode? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Let's, um, should we set in the challenge now? Um, yes, yes, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Well, me and Paul know, Tony, and you sort of listeners at home will, will now know that Tony's quite a big fan, or was a big fan, of, of watching Crown Court. When they were showing ah, some, um, the tear in my eye, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, they repeated it quite. What was it? What was the, the channel? The legal channel. The legal channel. That was yeah. it. So the little, we're going to like a little quiz. That's more of a guessing game, really. Which of the actors, if you to decide which of these actors appeared in Crown Court? Which one? Wasn't, Any of them? Wasn't David Dacre in it as, as one of the uh, barristers? Um, he was in one episode of I Crown see. Court. I used to follow One him. episode of Crown Court. Others in it as well, wasn't there? Yes, so you just uh, carry on. Um, Sarah James probably in it. No, she wasn't. That wasn't. She wasn't. Uh, what so, about. What does that make it? 1 1 <laughs> Yeah. And there's a forfeit at the end as what well. What about Red Varney's son? Was he over there, wasn't it? No, he wasn't. Oh, he appeared in the Sweeney and Dixon and Doc Green. If you're looking for the legal side of things, but he wasn't in Crown Court. Trying to avoid saying John Pertwee here, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was in. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I think Barry about that time he's probably doing Who Done It, which has just been released on DVD, by the way. Scarily enough, I do remember um, Odeka appearing in it. And here we are, Tone, the most re- poorly realised special effect. Who is he? It's a robot. Ah. Well, wait till you see it fight. <laughs> it's, it's fighting prowess was designed by the person who did the war machine, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wait till you see this. Well, that's proven wrong very, very soon, isn't it? I might still try and get some more Crown Court actors. Well, you just look at some of them and just see if they... Uh... As they appear. As they That's appear. Just... Peter Bowles is on here, isn't he? <laughs> Peter Bowles? Well, he, <laughs> judge. He, doesn't come in. he doesn't come in later on, does he? And all the other chap, the one that's uh, in The Fallen Wise of Reginald Perry, he was a judge, isn't he? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, oh, yeah. Tone, we're talking about Peter just in this. Well, I didn't get where I am today. Him. There is war machine <laughs> capabilities there. Yes, there you go. No, Tom, we're talking about actors that just are in this. He might, he might appear later no, on. No, he's not. He's not. Well, well wait <laughs> and see, but until they do... Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page's incredible. Well, he appeared in court a few times, but... Yeah, Come on, Tom, you're not asking yeah, questions. Why are they cutting his head off? Are you going to ask? Come on, there's actors on the screen. Yeah. Well, come on. Well, which one was in ground call then? Well, pick one. Um, the, the one on the left there. Now that's John J. Connor. We've established the fact that he's no, not he's in ground call. What about um, the, the one that's in the filthy film? What was he in it? Jeremy Bullock. He was yeah. in three episodes of ground call. Yes. Found him. Ah, a villain, I dare say. In a way. 
Yeah, he was in the dock. Yeah, I don't know if he's a villain, but he was in the dock. Yeah. Yes. Um, were there any others? Well, when they appear on screen. He's happy now. Actually, I think we were approaching this wrong, really. You have to say, yes, they were in Crown Court, rather than was he in Crown Court. You have to look, look at the act and think, yes, I think he was in Crown Court. <laughs> all right, all right, then. All right, there's a bit more of a challenge. This is just sort of question and answer session at the moment. Do you know what? Yes, he definitely was. He was <laughs> I definitely noticed robot music as well. <laughs> was that cart supposed to move was he when he hid behind it there? <laughs> there it goes again. It moved very rather easily. Can't be destroyed. Can't be destroyed. Can't <laughs> be defeated. Destroyed. <clears throat> so they're not mad professors, are they? And he has. Same sort of conversation could have happened at the toilet, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst this dialogue's going on here, I must ask you, but what beer are we drinking now? Uh, we're drinking Hopping Hare. Hopping Hare. So, um, just need to, hmm, we're rather enjoying this nice, refreshing glass of hopping here. So, if you're listening out there, a hopping hair manufacturers. The Badger Brewery. Yes. But yeah, Badger <laughs> Brewery, if, if you're listening. With a caramel undertones <laughs> and a fruity, <laughs> a fruity mouthfeel. Please, yeah. feel free to send us some crates and of your wonderful, wonderful finish. beer. <laughs> it's quite light, too. It is yeah, light, isn't it? Is. Refreshing on a hot summer's day. And the doctor makes his grand entrance in the toilet trench. Can I just mention their golden glory as well, which is refreshing <laughs> a, a brew and Tanglefoot. There's been no Venusian Aikido yet. I'm waiting for some. That sounds like uh, Venusia, something that you would have learned on Venus. Uh, well... Yeah. Very astute of you. It is. <laughs> Why is he in his pyjamas? Well, he's been kidnapped, hasn't he? Of course. 
He's not mad enough for a professor. No telescopic sight. Yes. <laughs> I was just saying, he's, he's manufacturing muskets there, but... I don't know whether the gunpowder, the pellets... Um, What's the other stuff they used to put in with the, the, when they prime the... They used to wrap it in the little bit of cloth, didn't they? And stuff it down into the other... Oh, that's cool. <laughs> As he walks into the wall. How can he see? I've got his glasses on. During this quiet lull, sure. So, so, so I'll give you some some. Um, Another who fact. Oh, another who fact for this story. Please. Other titles considered for this uh, for this story: the fugitive, the time fugitive, or the time survivor. Oh, well, am, I, am I guessing which one? No, it's not a guess. <laughs> they were the alternate titles oh, for this story. I'm not going to decide which is the best one, and you, and you win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the fugitive survivor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, he already, I see the doctor already knows who he is anyway. Yeah. yeah. As I drink from this elephant's foot. Okay, Tom. Yep. Was he or wasn't he in Crown Court? Well, him. Not the other one, the one in the seat. Yes, Alan Rowe. Was he or wasn't he in Crown Court? Yes. He was indeed. He was in 12 episodes yes, of, course I of Crown Court. Of course I know. As Judge Quinlan. That's right, yeah, he was one of the judges. However, what was he known as in his last episode of Crown Court? Seeing as you're an expert, apparently. <laughs> uh, your statement of course he was, so... For some reason, uh, I didn't actually see that episode, that very last episode he was in. Well, he got up in the world. The time of these 12 episodes, it was Justice Quinlan. It's huh. a head man. Yes. Couldn't tell, really, could you? Things of war and <laughs> conquests. Uh. Ah, now, Tone. June Brown. Was she or wasn't she in Crown Court? Yes. She was in one episode. Hey! Is she or isn't she wearing harmony hairspray? I don't know that. Possibly. No, just twice. Let's go back. Actually, we'll go back to um, Alan Rowe's um, partner, Geoffrey Bowden. Yes. Yes or no to Crown Court? (laughs) No. He was! (laughs) Got him! I didn't see all 472 episodes, you know. (laughs) Just 400 or so. 
he's a rather weak um, leader, this uh, character, isn't he? He's too mild-mannered. He needs to be swinging axes around and yelling exactly. at people and throwing wine against the wall. And that's meant to be like the counterpoint to Mad Iron Grom, but it's a bit... It's a bit too the other way, isn't His it? His wife is supposed to be the devious yeah. power behind the throne. What, June Brown? Yeah, she's yeah. the power behind the throne. I think they've been really poorly served, the Sontarans in Doctor Who, haven't they? They're quite a good... It's quite a good sort of character or monster sort of thing, but it's... Get to the invasion of time when you've almost got a Cockney... A Cockney Sontaran, haven't you? And then, and then when you get to the, the two Doctors, there are varying heights as well, aren't there? But they're supposed to be all to be short and squat and... And that's another, fact. another another first for Doctor. That was the first time the Doctor's home planet was mentioned by name. Really? Yeah. Oh. I always thought they would have mentioned it. No, no, it was. The first time the Doctor actually said it, or it was it was known anyway. Before. No, it wasn't known. It was the first time it was mentioned full full stop in the program. Yeah. I'm trying to think back when the first time he was known as a Time Lord. Was that under Hartnell? Or was it Troughton? Uh, I cannot remember. I'll tell you what, we'll come back to that one next week. Yes. <laughs> well, how did he refer to um, Peter Butterworth as the meddling monk? I don't know if it's a fellow Tom or another one of my race. I can't... Yeah. I don't think it's still left ambiguous as to act, actually where they came from. He was a carry-on man. He was? Yeah. Found. Ah. Another one for Tony. Actually, the... Was he in Crown Court? Peter Butler? No, no. Just say, that was um, more known as a comedy actor. Another sort of comedy actor has, has recently played Medley Monk in a Big Finish audio production. Graham Garden. This is now unexpected. Dr. Graham Garden. Dr. Graham Garden, indeed. Although he never practised, did he? No. No, really. Although Harry Hill did. Yes, he did, yeah. Yeah. And so did Graham Chapman, didn't he? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I think he might have done actually. He did. Yeah, I think he did. I think yeah. he had a period where he did go off after university to be. Yeah, and then found. As a last uh, acting doctor, I don't know if you you kids have heard this particular person, but have you ever seen the Jack D program, Led Bloom? No, I haven't. Never seen no. it. Unfortunately, because uh, there's, there's an actor in there who plays the uh, chap runs a cafe or cafe for you uh, modern people out there. Um, what do you call it? And he he's, he's a doctor. Well, well, in real life. Oh, right. 
What's, what's the dog's gone there? What's... Well, it's preventing him from leaving the seats. That's what happens, you see. Oh, I see. That's a bit of gurning, isn't yes, it? Yes, a bit of gurning, yes. I'll wait until we do Spirit from Space. There's a lot of gurning at the la in the last scene there, isn't there? <clears throat> now, I want to know when that candelabra, what you want to call it, is it's tied. tied. Yes. <laughs> You'll find out in the last... Uh, in the last episode. The switchboard operator now. <laughs> Just connecting you. <laughs> Computer support. <laughs> <laughs> So does he now. I don't get if he's stumbling around like a blind, like blind pew. How come Lynx hasn't actually seen him? Yeah, stumbling around like Thelma out of Scooby Doo, going, "Help me find my glasses." Yes, fair point. Yeah. Dirty, dirty professor. Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Heights! <laughs> 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 Is that the first time he tried out? No, no, he must have done it in several Oh, he's been doing it all throughout, isn't he? And now we've got a rather, a rather poorly done fight scene there. With the, with the obvious stuntman, Terry Walsh. Where's Terry? Uh, that's Terry Walsh, yeah. That's Terry Walsh now, yeah. Just, it's not playing kiss chase, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's this bit with the bucket, I love. And it hits no one. <laughs> oh, no, he fell over it. <laughs> and he falls over some hay at the end. And there we are. What will happen? Will I, he survive? I think he will. Do you, do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Well, he wouldn't live to go into being crown cult. <laughs> I'm shame Lynx wasn't spelled L-Y-N-X. <laughs> so much sexier. Was there a John well, Carney? Would, would, it, would it have more effect then? The Lynx <laughs> effect? <laughs> hey! Please don't bang the table. <laughs> no, it comes out as a rather like, boo noise. <laughs> oh, sonic, sonic boom. That's a Mark Boyle's fault for that, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> right. It's easy to blame. Oh, John oh, well. Carney, wouldn't oh, special Sam, Big Mills. Around, Can we start doing our podcast, Special Sam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in episode two. Okay, did anyone spot my deliberate mistake there? You did what? say that it was uh, episode uh, two we're coming back to. This yes, it's episode, episode, episode three. three, yes. Yes. Glad someone's paying attention, I'm not. I still don't know why they replaced these uh, these credits in 1998 with that horrible star-filled 
You really don't like that, do you? I really don't like it. I really don't. That's so iconic, that. And uh... oh, The whole point, though, I keep changing the titles and changing the music, is it does give you a sense of nostalgia. It, yeah, it if definitely... It was, if it was always the same from day one right the way through, you, you wouldn't have these points where you sit there and think, oh, look, it's that one. That's true, actually. Well, that's a, that's that is a very true. That's a point, actually. We've got to go for that fight scene again. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, we have. I think it's slightly truncated, actually. Oh, we've still got another hat. <laughs> I still don't understand why Iron fell over. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's slightly yeah. truncated. We still get the, the bucket swing, though. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Why doesn't he just kill him? Why didn't he? Why, why did he aim at his waist? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's Doctor Who. They can't kill people, can they? Like Batman, really? Yeah. Rather quickly. I must admit, this this bit of music is. Getting on my nerves, actually. Is that over and over again? Where do they come from? Oh, that was a premium support line. No one's been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost pounds on that. <laughs> putting his cards in phone boxes. <laughs> I grind my lens, you listen. <laughs> Still plenty of that wine coming <laughs> That wine they were running out of, that sour wine that everyone's enjoying. <laughs> A dumb wayface ninny. No one says those kind of words anymore, do they? That's what I say to my missus when I get home, actually. <laughs> Away, dumb, what's it again? <laughs> <laughs> Wayface ninny. He's got to think what it rhymes with, then I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Curds and way, I suppose. Way face ninny. Yes. <laughs> long shank. No one says long shanks anywhere either. You are a woman after all. Now make us a cup of coffee. There's good girl. I don't know if flagging of mead if it's back then, you see. There hasn't been lots of mead, has there really? What, I think mead would have been more not rather than wine, I would have thought, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was thinking. There wouldn't have been any tea and coffee around then. No. 
Well, not in England anyway. These creaky tables. Creaky <laughs> tables, I know. Just stop leaning on it then. You're going to have to buy a new <laughs> table, Paul. It's the only answer. So what we need is actually three microphones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on an ornate uh, oak kind of table. Very long. Like Dr. Frankenstein would have had. What? Yeah, you know, the medieval, one of those uh, gothic kind of long tables with the big long high back chairs. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll see what we can do. See what we can do next month. <laughs> and high ceilings, that's what we need. I'll tell you, we'll, we'll hire Leeds Castle to do it in as well, shall we? No, it's going to be somewhere in Bavaria. <laughs> oh, in that case, then I'll contact the Burgermeister. <laughs> Leeds Castle, please. You're going to have some time getting home for dinner then, aren't you? <laughs> It doesn't look very evil, Jim Brown. Now, what do you say? The power behind the throne. The power behind the throne. It's quite a kingdom, Essex. Wessex. Wessex. Can they fix a tumble dryer at the laundrette? For a service wash. Always been rough. Oh, Mr. Opadopoulos will be around in a minute. <laughs> My services are washed. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any Lenore? I <laughs> want my towels to come out nice and soft. <laughs> he gives in rather easily, this guy, doesn't he? What do you mind of? Old, uh, um, um, Alan Rowe. Alan Rowe there. Remember uh, Trevor and Simon used to do the uh, singing corner? When, yeah. Uh, it was one of those. <laughs> he does look yeah. a bit like that. Yeah. What song they sang? For those of you uh, who are listening who don't know Trevor and Simon, just you look him up on YouTube. You've got fed up doing the full explanation, haven't you? I have. <laughs> yeah. Can't be bothered. Look, it's all there. It's, a, it's all there at your fingertips. The power of the internet. Look it up yourselves. Jennifer, Juniper. That's the song they say. Well, we've had Donovan in it earlier on as well, haven't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And Jimmy Page. Yeah. And the bloke from Jeff Rotel. Oh, didn't they sing I Love My Shirt, didn't they? I Love My Shirt as well. Yeah. Right? But they did help out on Jennifer Juniper, weren't they? Did they? Oh, they? Yeah. It's re- re- well, back in the 60s. No, it's that's amazing. It's re released. Yeah. What was he mixing there? Rice? It's mixing David Dacre's Quaker. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That ready Brett glow in a minute. Oh, I still know why he's got a napkin tucked into his shirt as he's going to tuck into that noxious... Have you ever tried getting that stuff out of a ruffled shirt? <laughs> <laughs> ask, Jim, <laughs> ask Jim Brown down at the surface wash. Yes, you don't, you don't get them ironing those, though. <laughs> Well, certainly not only for a premium fee. Not under a 50p. You're a hot wash for that one, don't you? <laughs> you have to starch the front, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing a cummerbund under that as well, actually. It's weird. It's very Regency, I must say. Yeah. The dandy. Yeah, that kind of foppish. Dandyish, yeah. foppish, yeah. yes. 
<clears throat> Do people still use that in science fiction? Terror. I've learned that in donkey's years, actually. What's that? We always refer to Earth as the planet Terror. I've heard it used recently in any sort of science. Well, there's me thinking it's T E R R O R. It's actually T E R R A, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Ah, of course. The only time you mention the only time you hear that is sort of terraforming, isn't it? When they're yeah. A smoking mixture. June Brown's <laughs> on the scene. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! With his mighty army. <laughs> well, I was already there. there. <clears throat> They're just spectators. I'm on board a ship. It's the pirate podcast. <laughs> What does he call him there? Was it Toad Face? Is that not Cold Face? face. He does call him Toad. Toad Face. There's a line fluff there. Don't touch me. Is this a Samsung DVD player, Paul? Yes. Yes. This is crisp, clear quality. You know? <laughs> it really is rather good. You know? And it's coming, coming through beautifully. You know? What did I notice that? Picture quality and... Uh... You're up for a bit of sponsorship here, aren't you, Tom? <laughs> Free gifts. We'll never get this played on the BBC with product, product placement like that. <laughs> That's a good point. Or the sex and violence. <laughs> <laughs> he wondered what the creaking was. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down eventually. <laughs> oh dear. Enough of that. <laughs> Definitely don't want to know if you can keep it up for a weekend. Peter Hall Carney, where his name was. Uh... <laughs> See, your, rhyme, your, your word association has <laughs> failed you there, hasn't it? <laughs> John J. Carney, yeah. his dad's Reg Varney. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's the doctor using there? Some sort of uh, ah, noxious gas. Yes. And explosives, of course. Of course. In the nonchalant way he's tossing over to it. It's not as nonchalant as with us that bullfight scene in uh, the, the uh, was it the Time Monster with the Minotaur? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. 
just reminds me of Monty Python the Holy Grail this time. <laughs> None shall pass. <laughs> no, just when they're trying to storm the battlements. <laughs> Run away. A dandy. Can I stain your shirt if you yes. do <laughs> Straight down the service watch. More wine. They are. <laughs> the sour wine to take away the taste of the gas. Well, she just happens to be there. Look, look, look. And he yeah. throws it down, hang. nearly full pint, and says, Can I have some more? Sure. <laughs> it will we'll try next time we do these podcasts, Toad. Slam down a full of more beer. Damn you, Paul. <laughs> You call this hopping hair? This is a badger, is it? What inferior brewery have you given me here? Damn it. The weediest army ever. They need time to recover their strength and spirits. There's going to be a bit of a fight in a minute, I think. No. There's no heights, though, unfortunately. Lost his helmet in the process as well. That was a good move there. Yeah? It was a good move. I think a nice solid table like that is needed. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the kind of thing we're And a spinning wheel. Yeah. So they've got the doctor hating wine, and back then he used to neck it like no one no tomorrow, didn't he? So... Oh, does he hate wine nowadays, does he? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably teaching the kids, isn't it? They probably enjoy it. Do you reckon in badger's... medieval times they would have had a finger bowl to sort of wash your fingers in after something <laughs> like June Brown just did there? I see it more nowadays as a uh, owl drinker. Must be badger. Hopping <laughs> 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 uh, uh, hair, perhaps. Especially. Mm. Well, it is the best drink to have on a, on a hot summer's day. <laughs> it certainly yeah. is. Mm. That's a, what a hot tingle there. I don't know what I say. It's, uh, That poppy fucking bear. Oh my god, Dan. I've smoked them all. <laughs> what about my neck? You're wasting your wine there, mate. <laughs> Oh, 
spoon hasn't arrived. <laughs> oh, I love you, master. <laughs> it's going that way, isn't it? <laughs> For now, for now. <laughs> he didn't pick up it. We did. We didn't mind the field for us two thinking. <laughs> it's Fred West. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, and they never acted before or since. <laughs> Are you whistling a merry tune then, Ty? Oh, sorry, green sleeves. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was the uh, theme tune to the Badger Brewery, I thought. Ah, uh, <laughs> may I say again? <laughs> it's light golden colour. <laughs> it just screams, sunny <laughs> afternoons. Uh, yeah. Oh dear. Outside on the terrace. <laughs> Great company. And, uh, oh yes. Goodness me, it does go down very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from his pyjamas. And losing their hair. Yeah. See that? <clears throat> Is it just the castle or uh, yeah, that, just the that, castle? Oh, just the castle. He doesn't know, does he? He doesn't. And they got it through that little door. Good point, actually. Yeah. There must be windows. a side to the room we haven't seen yet. Yes, that'll be it. Isn't the dungeon? How many dungeons <laughs> have a barn door in it? <laughs> Oh, 
I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna drop in a Forty Towers reference there actually, but I don't know if anyone would get it. You, do you remember that one with the um, when they have that other chef in? Oh, and he gets drunk. Manuel falls in love with. Oh no, he falls, he in, falls in love with, with Manuel. Manuel. I, I was just right. gonna say, I want Manuel. <laughs> James last. Everybody does the James last. <laughs> So I quite like listening to James last whilst I enjoy a nice cooling glass of uh, Bachelor Ale. Hopping hair. Hopping hair. Tanglefoot. Golden Glory. Great, great beer. Golden Glory is one with the peachy undertones, isn't it? It is indeed. Yes, yes. Very refreshing. Oh, you evil swine. Fifty P for a service wash. Stains his ruffled shirt. It's awful. Yeah. You know, from a certain angle, it looks like bungle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, yeah, there we are. One more episode to go, Tone. I say you you've gone very quiet. You you must be getting into this now. I am, you always do when we do these. You get really, really get into it. Well, that's the whole idea of and it. This really. episode was not sponsored by uh, Badger Brewery, but it could be. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh well. Donald Pellmere, Tone. Has he been in Crown Court? Is he written down there? Let me have a look. Was he in Crown Court time? Oh, of course he was. He wasn't. He should have been. <laughs> turned him down at the audition. He wasn't there. Okay, we'll be back in part 20. <laughs> very rock plant. Very rock plant. I they made him look very stumpy looking. It doesn't look... It looks squashed somehow. I don't know... Uh... There's one last Crown Court connection here, Tone. Is it? But it's no one here on screen. Yeah. Or oh, this episode in general. No, no, it's, it's he's. It's the same his set. Pre- he's, no, his presence has been there throughout. His presence. He's working right now, actually. What do you mean? I'll ask the question right at the very end of this episode. <laughs> it's God, because they have to swear on the Bible in Crown Court. Ah, of course. But does he appear right at the end then? This, this no, no, there's no, no on screen appearance. But he's just mentioned. But no, he's working now. But he's just omnipresent. <laughs> well, he's behind the camera. He's to do with this, yes. He's filming it. He's behind, he's behind the camera, yes, he is. What's the director? Yes. Ah, <laughs> see. 
Can't we all? His <laughs> 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 private vent sticks out quite a way, doesn't it? Of course I'm not. I'm wearing a green velvet smoking jacket. I must say, this beer has uh, cast its spell over me. Most uh, spellbinding. Well, of course, because we don't, we don't brook any favourites here on, on uh, yeah, Who's yeah. He. So now we've moved on to the Witchwood Brewery. It's very tasty. It certainly has a spellbinding effect. What is it called from the Witchwood? It'll be Witchcraft. Oh, I can see why. Yeah, it's, it's certainly got this sharp... Um, However, uh, dear listeners... A citrusy kind I, of caramel. I've actually stuck with the Badger Brewery. I'm now drinking a nice refreshing pint of Thirsty Ferret. I know that one. And he's, and he's most indeed a very fine... Like, yes, it is, yes. Sainsbury's, as I call, and Tesco's, and all good uh, supermarkets. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all good supermarkets. <laughs> Which would do another fine brew? <laughs> Hobgoblin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss their Doctor Thirsty. I'd enjoy that. It'd be nice if they brought that back. Rather appropriate, wouldn't it? Telling you having Doctor Thirsty while watching this. <laughs> Fiddler's elbow, Black Witch Stout. Very fine, fine brews. <laughs> Yes, you're listening to the pub guide. <laughs> yes, Tom might not be very knowledgeable on Doctor Who, but he's very knowledgeable about beer. Oh, yes. Because you do actually write beer reviews, don't you? Incidentally. Yes. I've just noticed, I was looking at the e- Ealing Beer Festival uh, website, telling you about the beers that are actually available at the festival, and the tasting notes, they've actually used one of my tasting notes on it. Have they really? That's oh. Nice. Yes. Did you get any money for it? I bloody don't. <laughs> I'll make sure I get a free beer out of it if I ever go there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make some bread. I never quite understood the point of this scene. She needed to try and get start working in the kitchen. I thought, well, then she's going to ask for a job rather than just nearly getting strangled by the wild woman of Wongo. <laughs> the hag. <laughs> the hag, that's what... <laughs> well, she didn't need to go and get a job, did she? She just sneaked in, poured the sleeping draught into their food, and then... Yeah, but they're not cooking it yet. Well, she could have waited. Rather than going through this rigmarole... <laughs> So it's padding, isn't it? There's a lot of unnecessary padding. Here we go. Talking of which, (laughs) (laughs) this whole scene is real, isn't it? It is really. It's just another excuse to give John Pertwee some reason to prance around with a sword. I think John Pertwee's inside there, you know. Really? <laughs> yes. What makes you say that? Perception, my dear boy. Perception. 
As Donovan looks on. Uh-huh. Here comes the hurdy gurdy man. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get that music again there? <laughs> this serves absolutely no purpose whatsoever, does no. it? It really doesn't. It doesn't. It is. Couldn't you see the time? Couldn't you see these robots actually got a human chin under that helmet as well? <laughs> That's his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you might have done. Crazy, that's part of his head there, isn't it? He says what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I'll just hit Bella Enberg for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Bella Enberg, oh, actually. <laughs> if I wasn't doing a podcast, I'd actually want to rewind that, but just see it gives that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was she in anything before or uh, not that I could um, no. I could find that well she has been in things but not Crown Court. Ah. Like the bill that's another one of those uh, things. I don't think so. I, we might we might set you a, a bill challenge I next time. Crown Court was the bill of its day. It wasn't was. It? Really, yeah. <laughs> that's the word ninny again. Heights! Oh, no heights. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not the fact he's bouffant, it's not a hair out of place under there. It's fantastic (laughs) hair, isn't it? I'm only jealous. Hit some more of the staff, go on. <laughs> That's the fair Meg tone. Oh, it's Meg, name. It's the fair Meg. <clears throat> Is she actually peed into a bucket, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's why that wine hasn't run out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he has plenty of nose. <laughs> Meg was a witch who had uh, Mog, if I'm not mistaken. Meg and Mog? Yeah. yeah. Right. Ah, poppycock. Ah, border dash, if they say so. Finally, the sleeping draft. Love potion. 
<laughs> what, to get those iron grand tender moments you've been hankering <laughs> after? <laughs> Are you going to see no spoiler up there? No. You don't know the difference when he was put under. The other thing is, when they was hypnotised, they couldn't walk because they were so tired. And now they just... No, they're not hypnotised. They're, they're okay. It's... Yeah. Well, no, you, you wait till later. Because another continuity error as well, actually, as to the levels of their tiredness. You haven't got any lines. Don't build your part up, love. It's an extra guinea. For <laughs> <laughs> ah, guineas. Well, guineas sort of like the the sort of the, the domain of the rich then, because I, I I can never remember my parents ever saying they were paid in guineas. It's always sort of I don't think they actually sort of earned that much to be paid in guineas back those in those days. Twenty one shillings. I've no idea. Yeah, I've no idea. Yeah. Works has one pound and five pence in today's money. Really? Guinea, yeah, it's over. A, it's over a pound, anyway. Oh, yeah. well, there you are, fat fans. See, so, said we said Tony was good at the history, like. <laughs> I like the fact David Dacre, he's a Quaker, tried to pull the mask back down. Then, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be every time. Every time, yeah. David Dacre, he's a Quaker. <laughs> You should have thought about that one for the uh, comic strip, innit? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't thought about one for Kevin Lindsay yet, though, have you? Oh, that's not It's gone out of your mind, that one, hasn't it? I know. I don't trust Donovan with a firearm. He's no. <laughs> <laughs> too much into peace, isn't he? He is, isn't he? <laughs> He'd be putting flowers in the barrels. <laughs> and at no point do they prime, reload... Oh, there he goes now. He's turned around. Don't worry, Bender and Booker turned into Blunder Woman to save the day. It is Bella Emberg, yeah. I like the great. I don't know if you noticed the um, the guard standing behind Links there with that sort of very hairy gentleman, but you seem to have a bit of a wax moustache action going on there as well. Actually, it was amazing. Never get it. And now uh, here we are. Here's the tied up candelabra. Yeah. When was that done? <laughs> it wasn't earlier in the day, was it? No, it wasn't.
And again, they part. There's like the part in the Red Sea that, wasn't it? it was <laughs> And why would you have the lock on the outside of the door of the Great Hall? Hmm. <laughs> True. Oh, well. This was where that mute. Oh, ah, here, oh we here we go. Here we go. It's those two non actors again, isn't it? Benny from Crossroads. And <laughs> this is excellent. <laughs> oh dear, brilliant. I love Pertwee. Mm, get him. She looks a bit of sorcery, old uh, late the lady Eleanor, doesn't she? Yes. Well, he's a wizard after all, isn't he? I would have thought, though, back in those days, I would have preferred to have burnt them at the stake, actually, if they were wizards or witches, wouldn't they? Hmm. Very few witches were actually burned at the stake, you know. It's just a uh, popular misconception. Most of them were Are you going to talk about the uh, Witchfinder General now as well, which oh, was yeah, actually yeah. some considerable sort of centuries after this took place, of course, but... What happened to him then? Are well, they drowned? Oh, sound, you say. I didn't hear him, so I was I was forming my own opinions. What is the moment they should be hung Yes. <laughs> so I, I What's did, your preferred I, method? <laughs> <laughs> No, Tone, seriously, I did miss what you said. What, sorry, what did you say? Sorry, what happened? What, what was the preferred method of... Uh... Oh, just hung. Just, just hung? Just yeah, yeah. Out, really. <laughs> Not drowning, then. On ducking stalls. Oh, I didn't have that. But that, that, that was the... Um... I'm thinking of Holy Grail again. Well, ducking stalls, more for your um, recalcitrant uh, wives and things like that. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yes. What, the sort that wanted you home by a certain those, time? Those, uh... Yes. <laughs> Or termagants, as I like to call them. What? Noisy, quarrelsome woman. What's it? What's the word again? I think it's termagant. Termagant. Yeah. A noisy, quarrelsome woman. Oh, great! Like some drowsy acting. <laughs> oh, it's not Roy J. <laughs> <laughs> Look that one up on YouTube. You won't find it. It's probably another film he was in. Innocent Babes. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ah, oh, we missed the trick there, didn't we? What are the smutty films that Jeremy Bullock starred in? You've got a few albums by them, haven't you? The Osric Tentacles. That's the one. Do you know what? I've not actually come across anyone else that actually listens to Osric Tentacles apart from me. I know someone. 
Do you? Oh, Heartless, my old mate. Um, Heartless, he's had a few. Uh, oh, I see. A few bits and pieces, haven't you? Yeah. Now I missed the bit where they uh, with the continuity of the uh, scientists' tiredness levels, because hmm. it all collapsed in a heap again. That like uh, when Lynx was in the room a minute ago. I <laughs> said so they didn't look like they were pretending either. They really did look like they were sort of like fit to drop again. It was just a bit. <laughs> My dad's Reg Farney. <laughs> <laughs> On sour wine. Yes. The never-ending supply sour. of Meg's wee-wee. <laughs> they enjoy it, though, don't they? Quaffing it. By... <laughs> yes. Quaffing they, with, with they started, Mary, drink, they started drinking it before the wine ran out. <laughs> 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 We're drinking wee. <laughs> Red wee. Uh, I don't find it funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? I need the toilet. <laughs> oh, just get comfy. Extra. He I'm an extra. Like, <laughs> he looks like, he looks like old... Um, We've had an eye bloke. Which are you, Grant? Well, the blokes just stand there. Who yeah. also played the doctor? The one disappeared. Yes. <laughs> I'll move over here and try again. <laughs> Cuddle me. Short people need love too. <laughs> He's working very quickly from that sleeping draft, isn't he? Infamy. <laughs> I'll stop talking. Terry Walsh again. Well, of course, he's doing news. That's probably his last appearance on TV. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Iron Gron. 
Iron oh, Lung. Iron Lung's dead. Is he dead now? chairs might be in front of my computer actually. <laughs> yeah. So that's an Great. evil villain's chair, isn't it? Do you know you can buy them on the, online? There's, there's oh, a, even villains. No, evil an evil villain chair. You can. What about the white cat? There's a there's a website that sells them. It looks like a Blofeld chair. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm already stroking a pussy when I sit in it though. That is a thing. Oh. Pretty fair. As usual, there was some dreadful double entendre in that no, statement, no, 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 isn't there? No, no, no. I don't know what you mean. I was all about a cat. That was a bit of a perfect shot. That's how the archer, of course. before that random equipment blows up. And then we get some stock footage. Stock, yes. Um, see what, what actually blows up here, Tone. It's part of a quarry. quarry. <laughs> <laughs> there was absolutely no pretense to make that look like it was the castle blowing up, was it? They have done that, though, with the CGI version, haven't they? Yes, which we're not watching. No. We're not watching. Oh, they re remade this. With the, uh... Yeah, oh, they've done yeah. quite a few of the DVDs, actually. They've oh. sort of put... Some of the special effects, they've actually oh. made a bit more special. More special. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. I'm off to start on a sleazy sex film. You're a pervert. <laughs> Not a mention of a cod piece. That's <laughs> almost very surprising. No one said Odds Bodkins either, did they? Yeah. Like Timothy Claypole. Well, there you are, Tone. Did you enjoy that? Yes, I did. Yeah. You did? Okay. Well, hit. The, uh, the last... Timothy Capole, actually, and incidentally, the actor who played him was one of the first actors to die of AIDS in this country. Actually. Oh, dear. Was that really a fact we needed to tell the world? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, probably, I don't know, someone may be able to, you know, come along and say, oh, no, that's not true, actually, but, but um, I'll see well, that's, not, that's not really something we want to talk about on this <laughs> podcast, Tone, to be honest. I used to like Red the Ghost. <laughs> so did I, but I don't wish to think about <laughs> stars dying like that, actually, to be honest, but... Oh, yeah, I just don't know where, where, where well, the connection really is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you said Oz Kids. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't, wasn't a connection to, like... To yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, director Tone, Alan Bromley. Alan Bromley. Did he have anything to do with Crown Court? Yes, he did. He was a director. Yes, but did he direct any episodes of Crown Court? Yes, he did. He did? How yeah. many? That's the final task. How many? <laughs> 24. Six. He directed six episodes of Crown Court. God knows there's enough of them. How about that? So, there we go. That's the, uh, that's the end of our audio commentary for the Time Warrior. I hope you will uh, enjoyed listening or watching it along with us. So, uh, I don't know what we're going to have lined up for next, uh, next time we do an audio commentary. No idea. Yes, we'll have to think of something. Think of something. <laughs> yeah, something suitable for uh, another historical one for you, Tom? 
Or oh, a bit more science fictiony. More history, man. But I think to give a bit, bit more uh, current flavour, I'd say back to the science fiction. You know what I mean? Just, just, just to alternate things a bit. So what you would like is the 60s or the 70s or the maybe possibly the 80s version of the future. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> then. I'm for. Good stuff. Okay, well, next week we'll... Um, stuff, like, we'll rather rather wish would beer, yes. <laughs> and the, uh, the thirsty ferret, which I'm yeah. rather enjoying. Um, yes, so anyway, next week... Um, we'll be back to uh, our retrospective of the fifth series. Um, we'll be back with the rest of what was it Beast Below, isn't it? I think that's what we're up to. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. So I could talk to you about the Beast Below, but <laughs> that's another story. Oh dear. You see, this is why we don't involve him week in, week out. Oh, Christ. Okay, so for the time being, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Me, Tony. And me, Paul. Goodbye. feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website which is www.whos-he.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.